Hi there, and welcome back to Amplify, the digital marketing entrepreneur's podcast. I'm Bob Gentle, and every week I'm joined by creators, consultants, and practitioners who share what makes their business work. Whether you run your own business, or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, you're in the right place. If you're new to the show, then welcome along. Just take a second right now to subscribe in your podcast player. That way you don't miss new weekly episodes, and you can dig into some older ones when you finish this one. Welcome along also to our new Facebook group members. As always, don't forget to introduce yourselves. And if you're new to the show, then you will want to join our Facebook group. Just search Amplify Insiders on Facebook and you'll find us easily. So this week, I'm delighted to welcome Gregor and Jenny Hillman from Hillman Academy. Jenny, Gregor, would one of you like to tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and the kind of work you do? Thanks. Uh, first, of, uh, first of all, thank you, Bob, for having us on your podcast. Uh, well, maybe you can tell I'm Gregor. Yeah, and I'm Jenny. <laughs> yeah. And we're uh, uh, recording this from uh, our home in Sweden. We're based in Sweden. We're Swedish. And um, this is where we also run our business from. And uh, we have a membership, and it's called Hillman Academy, where we teach and help and support Swedish entrepreneurs and uh, business owners who wants to grow their business and their brand uh, with the help of the internet. So that's basically what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So we first met at Upreneur, Chris Tucker's event, and then at Atomic with Andrew and Pete. And your business has really intrigued me. Um, I'm a bit of a stalker on social media. <laughs> Everything you do is really, really polished. And I really admire that. So I was keen to get some time to speak to you and dig into your business story a bit. Listeners won't know, but a large part of your business now is a membership website where you work with business owners to learn to market themselves. But what led to that? Because it hasn't always been that way. Yeah, um, we can give a little bit of background maybe um, from because this isn't our first venture, of course. We've uh, had other businesses prior to this. Uh, and I'm not sure how long uh, we should go back because I'm, I'm always, when, always when I get this question, it's really interesting because I normally start off, well, everything began when I was four years old, but that may be <laughs> stretching this a little bit too far. So, um, uh, Jenny and I, we met, um, what is it, 17 years ago? Yeah, back in 2002. Yep. Uh, we were studying at the School of Music in Sweden. So yeah. we, ha we have a background as uh, musicians. Yeah, and uh, music teachers as yeah. well. And done a lot of recordings and, and touring. So um, we've been running our own businesses. Uh, we already started back then, actually. Yeah. So yeah. we had our own like small, smaller businesses uh, as freelance musicians. And um, we did a lot of touring as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically from, from that time, back in 2002, uh, we uh, realized that we're best when we're together. That's like a really good foundation for whatever you're going to do. If it's in life or in business, uh, when, when you find that uh, person, it's really, really good. Yeah, because we are married. We have yeah. two kids. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we do basically everything together. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and how old are your kids? Uh, they're actually, uh, our oldest is eight and our youngest is uh, turning six. Yeah. 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 So uh, we have two boys. So, and they're um, going to school just, it's a five minute walk from our home. So it's, um, it's really good. We walk good. with them all yeah. together. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. every morning and then we go and pick them up in the afternoon so and they are well, that's a good age for running a business what was that that's a good age for running a business yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And that, it can be intense yeah. yeah and of course they are a big um big thing for us just we want to to grow and build a business where we can run our time and we can yeah, we can decide what, what uh, yeah our schedule needs to be flexible yeah because we love to work we love what yeah, to do yep. but we also love to be the the family of four yeah to explore things to travel yeah. um so we yeah. have a caravan so during the summers we we go by caravan and uh, do a lot of camping yeah and that's uh, really nice and i mean our business now is in our computer so it doesn't really matter where we are and that's it's not the you know the drinks on the beach all that that's really nice maybe for a week but you know overall being able to control your time yeah, basically exactly. and and decide when to work uh, is really really powerful yeah and so 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 that that has always been one of our big aims so let's and, get back to how you got there because it wasn't always like that. Yeah. Or was it? No, definitely not. So um, we had like several um, turning points on this journey up to where we are now. I think the first one uh, was uh, when we, we both were working, I think, as music teachers. And I... I I enjoyed working as a teacher, but um, I felt like something was missing. So we were working as music teachers part-time and also freelancing. And I wanted to explore something else. I wanted to do something else. So I um, uh, looked actually to my brother who um, has a business of his own. We don't have that much background in my family of running businesses, but he had a business of his own. And I was really interested in, in getting into business more than I was up to uh, until that point. So uh, I did research, a lot of research uh, on different like business ventures. And we actually ended up uh, starting um, self-serve um, car, car wash. Yeah, so you, you can drive in whenever you want and, and uh, wash your car, basically. So you have like four... What is it called for um, uh, like holes? Yeah, base. Yeah, um, so you can drive in and and wash your car. So that was our first business outside of the music business, I guess. Yeah. So, so from from music to car wash <laughs> to uh, yeah. online business. <laughs> yeah, but I can tell it didn't end there. No, no. no. <laughs> well, uh, we should probably point out that, yeah, and everybody knows this. I, actually, I listened to a few of of your prime guest, and, and I can hear this as well. So I think a lot of listeners can relate to the fact that this is not a straight road ahead. I mean, a lot of stuff can happen along the way. And for us, the car wash uh, adventure <laughs> ended up uh, being really an adventure. And uh, uh, we actually had to close down that business. We were ahead of our time, uh, basically, for, for that type of service in that uh, city where we uh, built this and in the time when we were closing it down we expected our first son yeah. so it's what it was a lot of, of um, pressure yeah. yeah pressure and, and emotions and we have we have a really good uh, support system around us with um, both my family and Jenny's family and we actually had the opportunity to 
to reinvest in that same business and move forward with it. But we decided to call it the day, yeah. basically, because um, no, the, um, the stakes were too high to keep uh, pushing that. And I think that's also a thing. Uh, it's, it's hard to realize uh, or come to the realization when you've been working on something really hard for a long time. So this was like three years in the making. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really hard to uh, come to that conclusion that, okay, so this is the end of this journey. That's, that's really, really unusual. I've been in business 15 years and it's very rare to see somebody close down a business. Yeah. Not because they've run out of money, but because they know it's just wrong. No, that's, that's right. And for us, it was, it, it, it was not moving in the direction that we wanted and uh, that we needed as well. And I think also, like Jenny said, uh, expecting our first son, it was a lot of things to, to consider moving yeah. forward. And um, so, so that was um, uh, quite a hard decision to make, but um, it turned out for the better, I think. So, yeah. yeah. So from there, uh, we started the agency and um, that's basically our next venture. Uh, we ran our uh, marketing agency for... Uh, I think it was about seven years. Yeah, yeah it's coming up on seven years now. We, we still have a few clients um, left like three three clients that we keep working with and um that's basically because we need to to um be in the business as well as if we want to help others we need to actually be and feel the pulse yeah. of the business and where things are heading with digital marketing and everything like that otherwise you become really irrelevant irre 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 that's a hard word <laughs> uh, really quickly so so we still have uh, three clients, but uh, we ran the agency for five years, like full steam ahead. Uh, you you has all, have always been talking about um, pivoting just to the membership model. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't fully, um, <laughs> no, no, you, you, I didn't like sure. it at first. No, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. And it, now, now we see it now, the membership model is growing in Sweden. Yeah, uh, it's but, popping But up. at that time, um, it wasn't that um, um, no, familiar. No, no, not that familiar and uh, not that common. No. So, so, but now, as you say, it's starting to um, pop up a lot more memberships of different kinds in different niches as well. So, yeah. Jenny, you mentioned that you weren't very keen on the idea of the membership website. Can you maybe tell me a little bit about what it was that was putting you off or giving you anxiety? What was it that made you push back on the membership idea? Well, I think uh, like um, I had the the view of membership as the gym that I always paid, but I didn't go. So yeah, the uh, gym card. Yeah, the right? gym yeah. card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so so just to why why should and that's because we had uh, a couple of uh, big big companies that we worked for. Yeah. And it was why should I give that away um, just to have. Uh, a small membership exactly was, huh? um, yeah. but then we talked about it a lot and I realized that um, that's a, a better way to do it because you don't have to you don't have the pressure to uh, chase big customer and projects to do um, yeah to get to get uh, the the income that you need basically yeah, yeah so the model is switched upside down basically exactly from the big projects 
Yeah, it's a difficult journey. I used to employ a lot of people and we earned most of our monthly revenue from larger website projects. It was a big beast to feed and I had to be constantly on sales mode. The idea of dropping all that to move to small retainers or as you have to a membership fee of $35, $40 a month just seemed like insanity on some level. But like everything else, I suppose, you have to start with the end in mind. Yeah, and we actually made a a decision to cut it rather um yeah, yeah we, well we scaled it down but we did that really quickly yeah, because and we knew that if we didn't give hundred uh, percent in focus in the membership uh, it wouldn't never have the opportunity to grow no so that was like uh well we the agency was doing really well so we uh, actually we <laughs> we did some math and found out that, okay, so we, if we launch this, uh, as we did back in uh, 2017. In we, September, so we two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, you're coming, coming up in two years now, actually. So uh, we knew that we had a, a pretty good, um, you know, segue time or time to segue over to uh, get the membership to grow. And um, so we didn't start from scratch, like we had money in the bank for this. And um, I think that's also a good uh, good way to go. So you have some uh, some lead way in. But uh, I think we actually we took the decision. Uh, uh, it was midsummer two thousand yeah, in uh, our caravan. In our caravan, <laughs> midsummer two thousand seventeen, uh, and we were basically yeah, pretty much both of us a little bit fed up with uh, the agency model. Uh, I actually had like anxiety attacks prior to that uh, vacation, uh, like coming into the summer, like uh, finishing a few big projects. And we were, I know we were supposed to leave on a Friday, I think. Yeah. And we couldn't, we couldn't go uh, because my arms. I don't have the license to drive our caravan. So it's. No, I said we have there. a pretty large caravan. And uh, so you need a, another type of license. So I'm driving, but uh, we couldn't leave because my arms were like, uh, and the whole of my body was like acting really weird. So I was a little bit scared that something really bad was happening, but uh, we we decided just to stay home. And then the next day it like had worn, worn off a yeah. little bit. So going into that vacation, it was like, we need to make a change here somehow. So, um, that was a quite quite an easy like decision to make, I think, at least for me, when when we were sitting in the caravan um, midsummer eve. Yeah, the decision was easy, but then to to do do it. Yeah, it's another story. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like all entrepreneurs, like we, Jenny, you said before, like we 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 like to work. We love to. Work. I love to work. I think it's really. Uh, you know, doing creative work, uh, developing a website or setting up a membership website and like the tech, I'm a total nerd for that. So that like whole process just gave me uh, a lot new energy. Yeah. And I think for both of us, of course, yeah. it was like, yeah, we're, we're starting actually building something for ourselves now instead of building for uh, a customer. Yeah, exactly. So that was cool. That must be really, really satisfying. I mean, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but certainly I felt 
more and more, particularly recently, then it must be really nice to build something for yourself, a legacy product, if you like, which once you've built, you can build on and which returns value to you over time as you deliver value to others. Not something where you have to keep going back and starting from scratch all the time. Yeah. yeah, and that's the amazing combination now. We build our own business and we, we make it grow. But at the same time, we help other business owners to grow their business. A lot more yeah. business owners yeah. now than before. Yeah, so yeah. that's a really, really nice combination. Yeah, we, I mean, we both have a background as, as teachers as well uh, and from the agency side. And we love being creative. We love teaching and, and helping and for us, it's been like the perfect model. Yeah. Um, and also going from big projects, um, either you get them or you don't. Uh, moving over to having like um, a lot of members that pay uh, a lot smaller amount of money each month. So like the whole cash flow situa situation as well has totally changed. So that pressure now when we're coming up in two years, it's gone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not at all the same as it was. Yeah, but we also have to say the first year, yeah, it was, was tough. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. So what did launching look like for you? Obviously, you're starting with zero content and you're starting with zero members. How did you square that circle so you had some content to launch with? And what did the launch look like? Yeah, we actually started uh, behind the scenes building some courses, the foundation, uh, and then we started doing a lot of Facebook lives to to yeah, grow to our audience. Yeah, to bring uh, bring people into to our world. Yeah, so to speak. Uh, but we also had um, I I had a personal brand that I built uh, on the side of our agency for a few years prior to that, and we also have. Um, a podcast that we do together now. It's called Hilman Podden. Uh, it's in Swedish, so it might be a little bit hard to understand what we're saying there. But uh, anyway, um, just listen to it anyway. Yeah, 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 you should, you should, <laughs> just to help us subscribe and download. It's only polite. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's the call to action, Bob. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we had um, we had um, a little bit of an audience going into this yeah. as well that we could like uh, focus over towards hillman academy so that was really good but i mean when we met um back in 2017 uh, for the youpreneur summit um we had just launched yeah and we had 15 members then i know i remember <laughs> and we uh, the, the cool thing is that several of those i think most of them actually they're still in the membership yeah they're still in the membership so i mean that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you found that retention has been good? Because I imagine in most membership websites, retention is probably a, a key area of concern. That hasn't actually been a problem for us. No. Uh, so we have very good retention. retention. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, 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 it can always be better, but it's really, really yeah, good. It's really good. And it has always been yep. from the start. Yeah. Uh, the first year uh, we... Um, got the impression that it was hard to get the people inside the membership. Yeah, and we, we never offered a free trial or yeah. anything like that. So we always like, uh, s s yeah, we kept we kept it on the inside, so to speak, that you needed to pay to, to access. We didn't want this to be like free trial, $1 trial or anything, because we knew that the right people 
when, when we dialed in the marketing, um, they would uh, come and try this out. And from what we found when they try this out, they stay a member for a long time. So we knew the product was, uh, was really good uh, as well. But I mean, um, the retention, it can always be better, but we are really fortunate that, um, you know, it's, uh, we keep the members for a long time. I also think that a part of that has to do with the way that we onboard everybody and the way that we present our material and how we talk to our members on our member calls. Uh, because we want, even though this has grown now, we want this to be like a personal experience as far as possible. Without, I mean, we don't meet, uh, actually at times we meet our members um, physically yep. as well, uh, which is really cool. Um, but since this is online, we want to keep this as personal as possible. So we use a few tools for sending uh, video messages to all our new members and, uh, you know, um, just reaching out and making sure that they, uh, everything is moving along for them. So we have several touch points uh, that we uh, try to keep up with. How frequently do you update your membership site with new content? I mean, because I'm, it must be really quite challenging to the, the constant need to find new ways to bring new value. We try to, uh, now we actually, we slow down a little bit on the course uh, creation. We rather do like more comprehensive courses now uh, and we put a lot more time into creating those comprehensive courses uh, than just like doing uh, uh, smaller courses. So we still do workshops and we have the live calls and uh, we also um, go into, we have a forum. So, so I mean, we help our members um, during the weeks. Um, you and know, that can also be a new content. If someone has asked a, a question in the forum, yeah. uh, maybe the, the answer to that question is a video yeah. that Gregor shows something, how it's, how it's done. That can be a new content for, for yeah. the membership. Yeah. So, I mean, now, uh, since our membership uh, help our members with like setting up a, a website and working with WordPress, uh, doing online courses, uh, search engine optimization, uh, ad uh, um, campaigns for Facebook, uh, Instagram. It's like a, it's a pretty wide, I would say, <laughs> uh, wide, uh, widespread uh, subjects. So uh, we have like um, pillar content for each of these different uh, niches yeah. or, or subjects. But then there's always like for WooCommerce, for instance, there are always like uh, questions coming in on someone wants to do a specific thing or hook up WooCommerce to, to MailChimp in a certain way. We don't do a course on that. Then I do just a, a, a short guide instead. So, so uh, I would say like uh, we probably release one larger course pretty much once per month, I think. But uh, during week from week, maybe it's uh, a short video or a, a guide. Yeah, I think so. That's, That's also one one thing to 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 keep keep our work work in in that good pace. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas. We have a yeah. lot of course ideas. A lot of <laughs> ideas to to do new things in inside the membership. Yeah, develop. But we it, ha- right. Yeah, but we have to do it in that good pace. 
even if it's hard sometimes. Yeah, you want to basically we want to run on or at least I I want to run on everything. Like, oh, yeah. we need to do this and we need to do that, and it's like, ooh, it's it's like a kid in a, in a candy store. And that, that's also the thing we we love just being a, a two two part team. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't want to to grow the team to hire or maybe outsourcing. Yeah, um, but not to grow the team. No, yeah, I think that's, that's further down the line as well because now we're we're working pretty hard on processes right yeah. now, and uh, it's really interesting. I, I think I listened to I don't recall what podcast it was, but uh, about a year ago, um, this person who was talking about just, uh, the importance of setting up processes in the company, and uh, back then I was like, well, all this needs to be done. I mean, I don't have time for that, and it's like. Now, when I think about it, it's it's uh, really interesting. You have to make time. You have to make time for it, and and once you get the processes in place, and we're not done yet, no. but but once you get the processes down, it frees up a lot of time, a lot yeah. of time, and uh, so I mean, that's a really good tip for anybody like running a business. Uh, I don't think it depends on what type of business it is, but you need to make time for those processes as we had in the agency, because that made it possible for us to, to um, get a lot of client work done. But here was like running with the, <laughs> in all directions pretty much yeah. a year ago. Listening to Jenny a moment ago, when she described that because you only work directly with a couple of clients, you've got lots of time to be very creative and focus on your business. It's the kind of scenario that the average agency owner can't even imagine. It's just a fantasy. And that's a vision I can get really excited about. I really like the sound of that. So I have a really nerdy technical question and listeners, you can go and get a cup of coffee now if you want. I'm a member of a couple of paid membership sites and they have a paid forum, but they also have a free Facebook group. And I'm not sure how you handle the balance there between the free Facebook group and the paid forum, because often in that situation, the paid forum is very, very quiet. How do you handle the Facebook forum balance so people engage where you want them to engage? Yeah, well, we we have talked a lot about Facebook groups, but early we decided not to have a Facebook group at all. So we only have the forum. Yeah. We and uh, on Facebook we we have our own Facebook page. Yeah, and, and uh, during our live shows, uh, of course, there's a Q and A, and you can you can ask and we answer. Uh, but we don't have that that group, that Facebook group. No, so it, our marketing is uh, is based around our website. So we use that as like the the middle point of everything that we do. So for the podcast, for Facebook, YouTube, uh, email marketing, everything is pointing back to our website uh, where we can control things. But as far as, uh, you know, getting our members to use the forum, we have um, quite a bit of onboarding uh, with our members, uh, an email sequence. We also um, give them a call to action in our welcoming video call, uh, not video call, but video message that we send uh, using Bonjoro. And uh, uh, we try to get them engaged in the forum uh, pretty much right away. And now there's a lot of discussions going on there so they can see that, uh, okay, this is where I can post. Um, But we actually have from time to time, especially new members that uh, reach out uh, via email or on social media as well and ask us things. And then uh, we try to, 
or actually what we do, we redirect them to, uh, to the forum. So it's something, it can go something like this. So, oh, uh, this is an awesome question. I wanna uh, help you out with this. If you can post this in the forum, I can link up the resources right away. And then they realize, okay, okay, then, then I know I can get the next steps. So that's the way that we basically train our members on, on using the forum for everything. Because that's, uh, we can't do email support. Uh, we don't do telephone uh, or phone support. Um, the only ways that our members connect with us, um, you know, with, within the membership is uh, through the forum, our courses and our member calls. And then you can book a coaching session. If yeah, you you, want to. yeah, you can yeah. book an extra coaching session that's not included in the yeah. membership, but we have a discount for our members. So just being a member, it, they have the benefit of uh, booking a one-to-one -one, um, session with me uh, with a discount. Yeah. So and that's been working well as well uh, too. That's really neat. A lot of people, particularly podcasters, use Facebook groups as a kind of free community, as a way to engage with listeners. Yeah. But I've heard that it can be very hard to then wean people away from that or to migrate them yeah. to something more robust or dare I say even commercial, like a forum. And another thing, just a, a point on, on the podcasting side of things. Uh, what we do with our podcast um, um, is that we have a really uh, solid call to action for each episode. So uh, basically we have our, we have the domain, uh, which is the same name as the podcast. And we use that domain name for branding in the podcast. And then we have uh, episode numbers. So we have articles on our blog. So we, for instance, we just recorded episode 109 uh, the other day. So our call to action in that episode is for the listener to go over to read the article over at hillmanpodden.se slash 109. So the number is 109. So that way we also funnel people rather over to our website than out on Facebook. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Another question I would like to ask is about the psychology of membership site ownership. Because I think, I don't really know how you sit with this, but I know imposter syndrome in digital marketing is a really big problem and holds a lot of people back. Did this factor for you at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think everybody feels that imposter syndrome at some time. But uh, what we've done, this is not our idea at all. I'm, I'm not sure. I think uh, we picked this up from Mike and Kelly over at um, uh, Membership Guys. Um, we're part of their membership as well. Uh, big shout out. Um, we love them. Uh, we're going to Retain Live as well. Uh, their big conference here in about a week. And uh, um, we keep a folder on our uh, computer where we uh, do screenshots of all the positive comments that we get. And uh, we can see also the difference that we make. But if you get one comment yeah. that's negative or one person that thinks something or says something, that can uh, really start to mess with your mind. And, and then it's a really good thing to have that folder and, and just, uh, just the fact that we are two, so we can discuss this back and forth. Just to like, okay, so this is, this person thinks this. Does that mean that that we don't know what we're doing? No, it doesn't. 
I mean, uh, okay, maybe we can try to explain this in a better way, but um, no, I think that that thing has uh, played a big uh, uh, big part in just keeping <laughs> keeping sane. I think mm -hmm. uh, basically, but of course, um, um, I feel that at times, but I also know what I know. I don't know everything. I know quite a bit, but definitely not everything. Nobody does that, but. Uh, so I can say and I can help uh, or direct the person in the right uh, direction. But I also think you attract people who are quite the same as you are. Yeah. Uh, and we're like we are. We don't <laughs> make up a show just when no. we're um, doing marketing. We, we are the ones we are. Yep. And we attract the same kind of people. Yeah. And that, that's basically the, the, another reason why we wanted to build the membership. We want to hang out, basically. Yeah. We want to be around people that uh, run businesses, uh, like have energy, want to grow, want to improve, because that gives a lot of energy to us yeah, as and, well. And our membership isn't for everyone. No, no. You have to be, want to work hard for your own business. Yeah. Uh, because it's not done for you service. No, no. It's, I mean, we, we, we help out, we teach how to do things, and we also coach and like support during the, uh, in the process. Mm. But I think um, no, it's um, um, when when you have a, a community that we we built now with people that are I mean everybody has their own goals, but we're going in the same direction. We we want to grow. We want to do, and that's really really cool. But coming back to to the question about uh, imposter syndrome, um, I feel that uh, not as much from time to time now, but um, I mean. Yeah, uh, I don't know when <laughs> it, it was. It was a while ago now, but is that, uh, oh, and that that really sounded bad because you need you need to be you need to be. I think uh, what I'm trying to say is you uh, you need to be humble and also realize your limitations and being willing to grow and learn. I think once you've been doing it for a little while, and you get some feedback from your customers, and let's face it, if they're paying you and they're both paying and staying, that's going to help you get over any screaming imposter syndrome pretty yeah. quickly. But it is something which I think will affect or should affect anyone in the early stages of building a community like that. Definitely. I mean, for instance, when we have our member calls, we do them live over Zoom. So we have uh, like we can have anywhere from 30 people up to close to 100 in the room. It, de it depends on... Uh, uh, what uh, what day and what time we we run the the member call? We we also record those so you can watch afterwards. But um, uh, during those calls, we get a lot of different kinds of questions, and that's like a, a way for me to stay sharp and stay on uh, you know being on edge. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And the, during that, the member calls, I'm the moderator <laughs> and <laughs> Gregor gets all the questions and he does a great job. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. But afterwards, it's kind of... Yeah, and you, you need to I go need outside. To yeah, or go outside <laughs> and get some air. It's yeah. like, it, it, there are similarities with being on stage when, when you perform in that sense. It's not like we're doing a performance, but uh, when you do a, a music performance or playing with a band or you have a big solo or something, you, you need to focus in in order to to um, uh, present at the highest level. Okay. And, and uh, there's a lot of preparation going into that as well as 
for us a lot of experience going into being able to help. And actually, one of our goal is to help our members save time. So if there yeah. is a question that you you know the answer, but it, it's it's easier to show in a video or or in the forum, yeah. you will say this. It's a good question, uh, but for for me to to explain it in a good way, we take it in the forum. Yeah. So then then we save time. We get more questions yeah. done during the call, and then I basically record the answer or put together the guide for this uh, particular member and just tag them in the forum. Yeah. So it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, then we have that uh, guide in there for other members as well. So. And the thing just to, to see, see see them in, in, in yeah, with camera, camera, with camera yeah, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. So, yeah. uh, I mean, Sweden is, we have 10 million people in Sweden. Uh, everything we do is in Swedish for Hillman Academy. Uh, even though I, I have a few coaching clients uh, from abroad as well. Um, but uh, our main focus is um, on the Swedish market. So, and it's really cool. We have members from going from uh, the northern part of Sweden, which uh, Sweden is a pretty is a stretched out country. So <laughs> 10 million people, but uh, from the northern part and down to the southern part. And we actually have a few members that are Swedes, but they're uh, living uh, out in Europe as yeah. well. Yeah. And if it's not being important, are you comfortable to tell me what kind of membership levels you're at now? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I, I don't know the exact number, but we're um, uh, well above 200. We're not, I don't think we hit three yet, but we're uh, above 200. Now I would say that the first year, um, it, it was kind of still, uh, so we have to work yeah, hard. Show, uh, but, slow growth, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but year two, uh, things have started to happen. So Yeah, this year has been uh, And that's actually a, a good thing, uh, just to keep the the statistics Stat uh, what do you mean? The, the number, so you can you can <laughs> statistics. Yeah, exactly. All Sorry. right. Yeah. Um, so you don't go by emotions because when you see a member leave, yeah, that's it a, feels really oh they're leaving. And when you get someone, of course you're happy, but it feels more when someone leaves. And yeah. if you don't have the numbers and see it, yeah, see the, um, you see go the by emotion instead of okay, this is the real thing. Yeah. And and uh, going back to what we talked about, we. we we want we we keep this personal pretty much. Uh, we we want to keep it personal as much as possible. So obviously it's uh, it can be quite sad when somebody leaves. But now, uh, since we've grown quite a bit um, since we launched, uh, it's another thing, and it, it's part of having a membership. Um, you know, it's part of that cycle. Yeah, yeah, the circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting over 200 members that's a pretty thriving membership site especially for only two years yes. so obviously nobody wants to stand still so where do you want to take things next do you wanna do you want me to should we do the big reveal no we don't have a big reveal <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> but the thing is i think it, of course we want to to keep building and growing the membership yeah. but also it's so important to have fun along the way yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and that's really easy to say when we're at where we are now. Yeah. But when you're, uh, you know, building, it doesn't matter what you're building. There is a struggle and you need to put in a lot of hours. We, we have put in a lot of hours and we still put in a lot of hours. But as you say, Jenny, when it's, when it's also fun and when you're actually building something for yourself that helps a lot of people, which is a big 
uh, big thing for me. I really, um, really want to make that type of impact as well. And the possibilities too, to, as I said before, um, to it's you and me. Yeah. It's the two of the us, two of us. Uh, a great team. Yeah. Uh, so we don't build it too wide or too broad or too that we can't handle it. So no. the processing that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Processes, it, yeah. 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 And I, I think, um, Outsourcing may be um, more uh, relevant to us um, in in the future. I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, we definitely want to keep growing, and uh, our brand overall is uh, becoming uh, more known in Sweden now as well, which has been one of our goals yeah. as well. So um, I think we're gonna just um, keep building. Um, and that has to do with, uh, there are several courses that we want to add into the membership and also, uh, basically just keep working with the podcast. We also do articles, SEO optimized articles, and that has been a long-term strategy from us from the beginning. Um, we, we actually decided starting out that we wanted to uh, not just rely on Facebook lives or ads we needed to be really relevant uh, mainly on Google, uh, but also now we're moving more onto YouTube uh, in order to be found because uh, so we need more like breadcrumbs leading back to our website. So um, I think that's, um, I mean, it's a long-term play, but I think that's also part of uh, the growth that we're seeing now, yeah. like two years into that. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's a really clever strategy. A lot of people jump straight into ads. They think short term because it's easy and it works quickly. And they dismiss the long term investment in content, mm. which pays dividends. But that may only be a, in a year or two years down the line. But when it pays, it really pays. Yeah. And that's that's a, another thing that I actually, you know, listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts and and. Uh, Mike Morrison um, with the uh, Membership Guys podcast. Um, he, he's been talking about this, you know, several times as well and how they build their marketing strategy. And since we're in a pretty small niche and uh, I've been doing SEO quite a bit, uh, those things were like uh, <laughs> uh, putting those things together. It was, uh, um, yeah, you know, starting out from the beginning, we we wanted to, build up this content as well in order to get this like snowball effect that we're seeing now. So, but it, it takes time. So, um, but it definitely is something uh, that I would recommend. Jenny, Gregor, I've taken up more than enough of your time now. I'm really grateful for the time you've given us. I've learned so much. I hope my listener has got as much out of listening to you as I have. If people would like to connect with you, how would you like them to do that? Well, um, we're on social media, uh, uh, so you can reach out. Uh, even if it, it's words in Swedish that you see, uh, don't be uh, turned off by that. You can send us a message, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, just search for Hillman Academy, or you can visit our website at uh, hillmanacademy.com. Yeah. Thanks again so much for your time, guys. You have been great guests and i wish you all the success in the world with your business uh, and i can't wait to speak to you again soon but for now bye bye yeah, yeah. Will... thank you bob thank you thank you for having us this week my guests are gregor and jenny hillman 
The Hillmans are based in Sweden and work with Swedish-speaking business owners around the world to help them build and grow their business online through a private membership website. Business is booming for them, so join us as we talk through their startup, stop and restart story. So welcome along and let's meet Gregor and Jenny. I'm really grateful to Gregor and Jenny for that interview. They brought so much value, but for me the standout element was the car wash and their decision to stop. So many people keep going, doing what they're doing, trying tweaks and course corrections, when what they really need is a dramatic change. Before I go, just a quick reminder to subscribe to the show in your podcast player, and if you haven't already, join our Facebook group. You can find a link in the show notes or just search Amplify Insiders on Facebook. If you enjoyed the show, then I would love for you to review it on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me, and it's the very best way to help me reach more subscribers. My name's Bob Gentle. Thanks again to Gregor and Jenny for their time this week, and to you for listening. I'll see you next time.